If you want to catch up on the rest of the story, you can go to the beginning of this playlist and just catch up with all of the episodes up until now. Assalamu alaikum, everybody, and a very warm welcome back to another episode of our Arabic language walkthrough of our story Layla with Zib. Let's read the Arabic together. Layla سألت الشخص الذي أمامها أسئلة كثيرة لأنها شكت فيه الثوب ثوب جدتها والصوت قريب من صوت جدتها ولكن الصورة ليست صورة جدتها ليلى تفرست في وجه في وجه الشخص الذي يواجهها تأكد ليلى أنها أمام الذئب ولا أمام الجدة العجوز لما اتضح للذئب أن ليلى شكت في أمره وأنها عرفته ظهر لها على حقيقته وقال أنا الذئب الذي قابلك في الغابة وتحدث معك قلت لي إن جدتك عندها أفراخ وديوك وبط ووز جريت ريقي لهذه الدواجن اللذيذة حضرت فلم أجد شيئا أسد به جوعي so, um, it's a really good exercise actually for you guys to bear in mind now. Is it'll be really good practice for you guys to go through this lesson and then you can go back to this text at the end as well to see how much of it you understood. You can kind of listen to me reading it and uh, go through it like that. So, Layla, we know Layla, she se'alat. Se'ala means she asked. She asked the person. Shakhs is a person, plural of which is ashkhas. The person who is in front of her. The her on the end means means her. Who is in front of her. What did she ask her? She asked her many questions. Because she doubted. The verb is to doubt something. And to doubt in something is... Um, yeah, in Arabic you say you doubt in something. The, the clothing, the clothing is the clothing of her grandmother. The, the salt, the voice, it's not that it's a salt or salt or it's that the voice is close to her grandmother. It's not her grandmother's voice. This isn't some ventriloquist or something. Um, it's just close to her. Close to her voice, good. Remember, is one of the sisters of inna, which is why asurata has a fatha on the end of asurata. But the appearance of the picture, literally sura with a sad, not with a scene. If it's a scene, it means like a sura of the Quran. But a sura, um, yeah, with a sad, it means the, the image, right, or a picture. Laysat surati jaddatiha. It is not surata jaddatiha, afwan. It is not the picture of her grandmother or the appearance of her grandmother. Layla tafarraset. This verb tafarrasa, it means to stare at something. Or, or literally tafarrasa fi something, means to stare at something. Fi wajhi shakhs alladhi yuwajihuha. She stared at um, the face of the person. Alladhi yuwajihuha, who is uh, facing her. Right, the verb wajaha, which you saw it before. Wajaha in the past tense, you wajihu in the present. Uh, yeah, meaning to, to turn to face somebody. Good. Ta'akkada laha annaha amama dhib. 
ta'akkada laha. This verb ta'akkada means to sort of be certain about something. It's often used in its ism fa'il, actually, its active participle. A muta'akkid. You can say that you are certain about something. And a muta'akkid. And often, actually, is muta'akkidun ala something, to be certain upon something. But a ta'akkada laha, kind of, it became certain to her. Annaha, that she was amama dhibbi, that she was in front of the dhib. Amama, by the way, is a harf jar, which is why dhibbi has a kasra on the end. Amama dhib, la amama al jaddati la and not in front of the elderly grandmother. Good. Lamma ittadaha, ittadaha, really good. So, what are the root letters of ittadaha? Any guesses? It's actually it's got the same root letters as the word wadah, for something to be clear. Yeah, ittadaha. When we, you know, if when we have like a vowel at the beginning, um, yeah, if, if there's a vowel or, or a hamza as that first letter, we often end up doubling the ta instead of putting the hamza or, or, or the vowel. So, so, it, so actually, in the form eight, like this, in the ifta'ala pattern, we would expect to have, would expect to have, like il right? But but Arabic doesn't like this il at the beginning. So we have ittadaha. We do this as well with the verb akhada, meaning to take something. So the verb akhada means to take, right? But ittakhada means to sort of take, take for yourself, right? It's often used in the Quran um, when referring to Allah not taking a son, for example. Um, yeah. لَيْسَ لِلَّهِ أَنْ يَتَّخِذَ مِنْ وَلَدٍ سُبَحَانًا I think that's the ayah in Surah Maryam anyway. And that he does not take a son, right? It's not fitting that Allah would take a son. But we don't mean أَخَذَ that he's taking a son from somewhere else, right? And likewise, for something to be اِتْتَضَحَ um, It's not that it's like وَاضِح It's that it's kind of turned out to be the case, right? And when... And when it when it when it kind of became clear, when it turned out to the wolf that Layla that that the Layla doubted in him, in or rather in his matter, in his amr, good, in his amr, in his matter. So let, let me kind of piece that together. The lemma tadaha. It's like and when lemma is a really useful ver, a really useful word for setting the scene for something in the past. Lemma kuntu tiflan when I was a child. Lemma safaratu ila Somal, for example, when I travelled to Somalia. Lemma ajalestu ma'annas when when I sat with the people. Um, it's a, for, very nice for setting a scene for something. We, we don't use this for when when we're asking a question, for example. So when the wolf. When it became clear to the wolf that Layla doubted him in his affair. Good. وَأَنَّهَا عَرَفَتْهُ And that Layla knew him. And that Layla knew him. ظَهَرَ لَهَا عَلَى حَقِيقَتِهِ So ظَهَرَ لِسَمْبُدِي means to become clear to somebody. ظَهَرَ لَهَا عَلَى حَقِيقَتِهِ It became, it became, his apparent became, it became, his reality became apparent to her, right? So that, that's what it's saying. And he said, I am the I am the Vib Kabalaki. So the verb Kabala in this case really means to meet, right? I am the one who who met you. Who literally he met you. Filgaba in the forest. And he spoke with you. And he spoke with you. Tahaddatha in this case is really synonymous with takallama. Could have said watakallama ma'aki. But well, um, but uh, the author chose to say watahaddatha ma'aki. Good. Qultuli. Qul rather qulti li afwan. Qulti li. You said to me. You said to me. 
Inna jaddataki. That's verily your grandmother. Indaha, she has afrakh, wuduyuk, wabat, wawaz. Very nice. Afrakh are like chickens or chicks. Duyuk are like, um, what is it, like cockerels or something. Wabat and ducks. Walwaz and geese. Good. Or wawaz. Good, then this is a really nice little expression that we need to have up on the screen. Kind of highlight it, you guys in your books. Highlight it, inshallah. Jarayti riqi. So often, so students in the Arabic in 60 Steps program, we go over these kinds of verbs in step 17, these final week verbs. Jara yajri. It, it means to run, right? Not necessarily with the legs, right? To run, the verb jara can be used if like an event has been run or something like this. Or, or a river runs, as Allah says in the Quran. Jannatin tajri min anhar. That's it. It can be a river running or something. It's a bit it's a bit broader than just running with the legs. So if that means to run, to make something run is is jarra with with a shadda on it. To come from the form one, jarra to the form two. Jarra. But jarraiti, you made run, riqi. Your riq is your saliva. Good. So this is like Arabic's way of saying, you made my mouth water. Right, it's not. There's nothing to do with water in there. It's 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 translating an idiom in one language to an idiom in another. But naam jarra riq means to to make the saliva run, literally, which is Arabic's way of saying to make someone's mouth water. But in here, it's jarrati riqi. You made my saliva run, basically. Good. Lihadhi dawajin with um yeah. You made my saliva run to um to these delicious. Poultry. Yeah. Good. Levida on the end is just delicious, right? And it's used in the feminine singular because dawajin are uh, considered like non human, in- inanimate um, plurals. Good. Hadaratu. I arrived. Falam ajid. So I did not find. Shay'an. I did not find anything. What for? Asuddu bihi juri. This is another kind of um, idiomatic expression that we see in Arabic, actually. So in English, we have the expression to, to satisfy one's hunger. But in Arabic, they say to block the hunger, right? The verb sedde, um, a sed, the word sed itself can just be a dam or a block of some kind, right? But it's actually a verb as well, sedde yusuddu. But in this case, asuddu, I block, bihi, with it, juri. So I block with it my hunger. Right, so, so what the wolf is saying is, I didn't find anything to satisfy my hunger with it. Right? Um, or, or literally, the wolf is saying, I arrived and I didn't find a thing to block with it my hunger. Good. Okay, so that is everything. Some really useful vocabulary that I think is worth bearing in mind is the verb to tafarrasa. It means to stare at something. The verb wajaha, as I say, we have already seen it before, but it means to face something or somebody. The verb ittadaha, meaning for something to kind of turn out a certain way or to be clear. The verb jarra ariq, to, to make the saliva run or to, 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 make, to make your mouth water. Good. And then asuddu bihi juri, I block with it my hunger. Really nice. Okay, so a good exercise, as I say, go back to the beginning, listen to me reading the story and uh, see how much of it you understand. See if there are any gaps in there at all. If there are any gaps, don't hesitate to comment below and I'll try to get back to you as soon as I can, inshallah. So another thing to mention, 
As this video goes out, it will be the 17th of December, which means tomorrow is World Arabic Language Day. So um, so what I want you guys to do is, uh, here on this channel, we're not doing anything of our own necessarily, because the uh, our brothers at Arabic Workshop are doing something so amazing, doing something so cool that um, it gives me kind of great pleasure to be part of in some way and to promote it. So um, Arabic Workshop, they're doing a 100 Days of Arabic Challenge. If you're watching this episode later, no doubt it'll still be available for you to consume anyway. But you can go to arabicworkshop.com to go and find out more about the 100 Days of Arabic. But it's essentially... Um, consuming a very small amount of Arabic every single day for the next 100 days, primarily to build the habit of learning Arabic. But something maybe even more exciting about it is that we'll be covering the whole of the seerah in the Arabic language by doing a little bit of the story in Arabic every single day. And there's some really exciting kind of learning methods that they're utilizing through this, such as story listening, learning Arabic through listening to, to, to a story and uh, yeah, and then coming to engage with it more and more throughout the whole series. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put my entire episode of the Arabic in 60 Steps podcast, where I spoke to Ryan, who's the CEO of Arabic Workshop. I'll stick it there for you guys to watch. And um, yeah, you can go and join, take, take part in that, inshallah, from tomorrow. If you're a student on the Arabic in 60 Steps program, we are going to have our own WhatsApp group for this challenge, okay? So you can join the Arabic in 60 Steps program as well if you want. I will be going through this series as well, and I'll be supporting the students on the program every single day for the whole 100 days. See you guys in the next episode of Layla wa Dhib. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you so much to the Revert Sister, and thank you so much as well, my really good friend Ben Iqra as well, for supporting the channel and for being our very first members.